Alex Nedeljkovic snaps the Detroit Red Wings three-game losing streak, and Robbie Fabry has a shiny new contract. We're going to break it all down for you here on Locked On Red Wings. Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is the other half of the same coin, I guess. Tried an expression there, failed miserably, Scotty. It's Scotty Bentley. Other half of the same coin, baby. Yeah. (laughs) That's me. That is Scotty Bentley. The other half of the same coin. (laughs) I tried something there. I... You know what? We're not going to try that from now on. Um, <laughs> luckily, the biggest on, L we've taken. The, the only L we've taken today. Only L we've taken. That's today. true. That's we true. only take W's. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? We ball. I mean, every, everybody knows. <laughs> we ball. I got um, to tweet out we ball from the Lockdown Wings account today. I was pretty excited. Pretty Yeah, Scotty, I'm not going to lie. You might just permanently be our social media guy from now on. Because you bring that problematic, like good problematic, not bad problem, not toxic and problematic, but that fun, good problematic attitude from your own account to Lockdown Red Wings. I mean, you might be you might be our social media manager from now on, dude. Hey, man, I I, I say it all the time. Um, some things that happen, I just turn into a problem and uh, <laughs> and and uh, a Larkin goal with a Raymond and Cider <laughs> assist is. is is one of those things. Dude, that, that tweet was amazing. Oh I was <laughs> I was on my break during the second period um, at the arena, and I was just scrolling. I'm like, well, I wonder what Scotty's been doing. And I see that tweet of just like the fountains. It was the va- fountains at Vegas, and the guy just <laughs> rising up. It's Kanye <laughs> West. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying like it's even funnier because it's literally Kanye. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so, so perfect, man. Uh, before we dive into that, the Islanders win, Robbie Fabry's new contract. Got to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Also, our today's episode is brought to you guys by Primal Origin. Primal Origin Oils, Got Beard, Get Primal, Stop the Itch, and Make Your Beard Look Healthy and Groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use code LOCKDOWN for a 20% discount at checkout. Scotty, we mentioned it uh, on yesterday's episode that this was the game the Red Wings had to win. Like, they had to. They were home again for the last time for, for a few games, actually really secretly one game before they come back home and face the Devils on the, on Saturday. But after a few three games on the road and a three-game losing streak of just progressively worse games, you come home where you're better, you face a de- team that has been down all season in the Islanders, and you're getting your top-line winger back in Tyler Bertuzzi and a really nice depth defenseman back in Gustav Lindstrom. They had to win this game, and they absolutely won this game. Yeah, man, it, it, it really kind of raises the question for me of just how important, vital maybe even, Tyler Bertuzzi is to this team in, in the sense of depth. Because, like, e- even though he, he didn't have a, like, uber-fantastic game, uh, you know, he, he w- 
didn't, you know, didn't didn't score, didn't have a, a ton of points, didn't wasn't out there. The the plus minus, whatever stats you want to look at, it wasn't like he was he was out there, uh, you know, dominating in his first game back. But I think it's very clear that one of the biggest things he brings isn't even anything that has to do with on ice production. It's just the fact that the depth becomes insurmountably better and the lines, the three lines behind him all get significantly better when he is there, whether he's having a good game and is on his A game or not. And I think, I I mean, it's been pretty clear that when, (laughs) like night and day at times, when he is not on the ice, this team seems to be incredibly overwhelmed. And when he suits up and is dressed, uh, they, they seem a lot more not, – not even like, oh, look how much better they look. They just look a lot more, like, poised. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. It's just it, – it, it seems a lot more natural. No, I mean, 100% everything you just said. And, there, I mean, I feel like the listeners are going to hate just hearing the word depth out of our mouths by the end of the season because it's just something we keep hampering on. And this is a team that overall, like, compared to other teams, depth is their issue. And Tyler Patrizzi was all but invisible on the score sheet. I mean, all but. He was invisible on the score sheet in today's game. But he slid back in, precisely as you said, and he immediately got everyone else back to a position of comfort, you know, Brought Fabry back down to the second line. Hell, they brought Nemestikov, who we'll talk about, up to the second line, which is something we saw during practice uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone got back to a position of comfort, and it, it showed. I mean, Rasmussen had a really nice goal, uh, assisted by Ernie. Like, like he was going to clear the uh, – just very nice, dominating game. And Bertuzzi being back in the lineup, despite not being – on the score sheet and not really being a, a guy you noticed out there today just helped immensely. Uh, Gustav Lindstrom also returned into this game. Only had one shot on net. played 15 minutes, but you know, he played lock it down defense. He was a plus minus zero. And granted a big, a big reason why the, the, everyone's uh, stats look so good today is because Alex Nedeljkovic is just out of his mind. Like Unreal, he's man. back, baby. It didn't he take is- long. But he's back. He is back, back. And and I will say the defense uh, had its moments, but, I mean, he it, – it was it was mostly dead. Like, like Let's be not, honest. The defense wasn't, wasn't bad. I mean, especially, especially after the defensive performances we have seen over the last three games. Like, it was certainly a step up from that. Do not get it twisted. But um, – it, it, it wasn't uh, some flawless defensive performance either. I mean, there were still quite a few mistakes made, and Ned just continuously bailed them out, bailed them out, bailed them out. And uh, he, he is so back, baby. Oh, and, you know, he had three, and we've talked about it, and we've, and we've mentioned it. After a stretch of four games where he played out of his mind, he had a stretch of three games where he played subpar. Not all of it was his fault, and we've said that. That third game, he played bad, and that's why he got pulled. But the very next night, Grice played even worse. <laughs> Grice, yes. He played, like, was it three goals on seven shots? Something stupid like yeah, that? Three, yeah, three three, or four on seven. Yeah, it and was so, not, three on seven, yeah. Nedeljkovic comes in relief, plays 45 minutes of that game, and makes 30-plus saves. Listen, three goals, but makes 39 saves in that game. 
And so still had a save percentage of like 920. And you're like, oh my God, like, dude, like, how, how can you come in in relief after you just had a bad game the night before, play out of your mind, and then come back, start like what? Three, it's been like solid three days of rest for them. But mm-hmm. he starts again the night, and like his mojo's back. Like he turned it back on. Like that's that is what you love to see. And he, uh, out of your goaltender, and he made two specifically huge saves that saved this game, so to speak. There was a three on one in the third period, or was it the second period? I, I can't quite remember. And then at the very last second of the game, like literally the last shot of the game with the Kaiser insider on the ice, he made a beautiful glove save to keep the uh, wings up by one and seal the deal. Like literally yeah, to so end bad. the game, like to a walk game. off, like, yeah. like he made the save and that bit, like, <laughs> like straight off the end of the game. Um, no, he was on his head, man. He, he was phenomenal. He really played uh, like noticeably played those like two-on-one breaks like exceptionally well tonight and I guess it's not a great testament to the defense that there were like several of those that he had to deal with but he he really did uh he he handled those phenomenally and he I mean he's back man we ball we absolutely ball we're gonna continue to break this one down we're gonna talk about the goal scores on the other side of this break um but first I gotta talk to you guys about primal origin oils you got beard, get primal. You heard me right. If someone, if you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on their planet, on their planet, our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States of America. The combo kits make a great holiday gift. If you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did guys. I started using primal origin oils just a few weeks ago on my beard. I got a nice little beard going on here. It's very red. Got a little bit of blonde mixed in there too. And I was never a believer in the whole beard oil thing. Scotty's got a big old grin on his face. Like, <laughs> He's making fun of me internally, but no, it's it's true. No, I'm making fun of the fact that I I, I have no benefit to this product as a baby <laughs> face, but I can tell you that Brian, phenomenal, phenomenal, and it you know it fills in real nice, and it just helps to have a nice soft beard. Um, and it that's what it is now. Before it used to be real dry. I never used to care. Like I like it's not a big deal. Like what is it's one of those things that you don't know you need until you try it. And that's why I'm trying to tell you guys, if you got a beard, get some primal origin oils because you will not regret it. We know that every company claims to have the best, but primal origin oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code locked on. Gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Use the code locked on at checkout for 20% off now. Also, got to talk to you guys about Built Bar, your guys' favorite read. And it should be because Built Bar is amazing. They've been amazing for a long time and they keep giving you more flavors to love. The holiday season is here. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And that is, of course, Built Bar. Built with so much holiday goodness. Rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. But as always, high in protein. Wouldn't be a built bar if it wasn't high in protein, guys. You get best of both worlds, delicious and healthy with so many flavors to choose from. You have a hard time choosing 
Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Because it's the season of peace and love. Do not bring up favorite your favorite Bilt Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor, they will fight and end all that peace and love. You don't it's want true. that. It's it's true. Like we saw it at Thanksgiving. Aunt Betty, she started a riot. Don't, don't, even, don't even bring her name up, bro. We, we can't. She's taboo. Up. Black sheep yeah. in the family now. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. Can't Betty. even talk about until Aunt she Betty. tries a built bar. I'm over it. So uh, go to built.com. Use promo code locked fifteen and get fifteen percent off your order. Use promo code locked fifteen for fifteen percent off at built.com. Uh, second segment here, locked on Red Wings. Again, I want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every day. We are free and available on all, pl- all platforms, and that includes YouTube. I'm going to keep saying it because only at 25 subscribers, guys. I'm a little disappointed. I know you're out there. You better hit us up on YouTube. If not, every episode, literally listen. every single episode is now on YouTube, From and you can see out. us. You can look at our well, beautiful faces. That's not a. That's not a positive. Don't don't. Oh don't no, it me. is because you have very very nice oils on your beard that yes. really accentuate yes. the the appearance. And I see. just have a, a large head. So there you go. Between and those two things and a cool picture behind you. Where's the Christmas tree, man? It's not lit up. It's uh, it's 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 like. Ooh, oh. Is. Look at that. Still with it's like it looks it I swear it actually has lights all over it, but for whatever reason on camera it looks like it has four light bulbs on the whole screen. <laughs> it looks terrible. But in person, I promise. I promise. Well, that's it, guys. If you guys are listening on Spotify, jump over to YouTube now to catch a peek at Scotty's four light bulb <laughs> Actually, the big thing is like my dad goes hard. He has a, a whole village. You know the like little like porcelain village, like houses, things that people have, right? Yeah. Where they have like one or two on their mantle or whatever. We got my, my it's parents, it's bro. on the it's on the other side of of the camera, so I, I'd have to do a complete one eighty to show you. But my dad, we have a table that goes across our entire living room wall, and my dad has an entire city oh that my we God. set up that we literally set up and we sprinkle like fake snow on it like every single year, and it's it's wild, dog. And like, yeah, it, <laughs> we like blow out our circuits every year. It's crazy, <laughs> but it looks sick, especially from the outside. Down, dude, it sounds like you guys uh, ball for Christmas. You, you know me. We ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're continuing to break down this Detroit Red Wings 2-1 to victory over the New York Islanders as they snapped that three-game losing streak. We talked about Ned the first segment and how he just was freaking phenomenal, man. He was great. Unreal. Um, now let's talk about the goal scores in this game. Primarily number one. Dylan Larkin's power play goal assisted by who else? Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider. Beauty. Gifts that just keep on giving. It was beautiful. Beauty, beauty, beauty. Oh, what a, what a, I mean, like the, the goal Larkin, I mean, you, big ups to him for taking the shot there. I mean, that was, you know, that was a, a, a pretty tight window and the goal itself was whatever off like the inside of the goalie's pad and found its way in, whatever. We don't care. We went we to the take, back of the net. That's yeah, what we, we, we don't care. We take goals here. Um, <laughs> we, like, we do. So, so like, uh, but heads up. I mean, you, you got to shoot there. there. There was really nothing else cooking. There was nobody else on the wing. So like, you, you know, you either just hold it and just wait for the defense to get set. You let one rip and he let one rip and something happens. So that's, that's hockey, baby. Um, so really, really heads up play by Larks. And then, yeah, like the pass from Mo was phenomenal. And, and I thought he had a, he looked pretty good, but I, the biggest thing is, I mean, Lucas Raymond is, is unbelievable, man. 
Like, yeah, unbelievable. It See, is. It is remarkable how good he is. I completely agree, but I actually that, that I think that more at Cider Pass was the more impressive part of that goal. Oh, um, I agree. I was talking more of a in general, like the game tonight. Watching yeah. <laughs> the game, I was blown away. Even though Raymond didn't find the back of the net or anything, I was blown away by how good he looked. But that play, the cider pass, was absolutely the best part, honestly, of the entire play. Yeah, yeah, and he he got the pass to the point from Raymond. He had a guy on him, and he just dipsy dueled his way around the guy until he found a way underneath the guy, the, the defenseman's stick, or I guess the forward stick, uh, attacking him at the point to get the pass across to Larkin. I'm not really doing a good job explaining of how nice of a play it was. <laughs> it was a but like, man. We've seen it. We saw it all the time last season in Sweden. Uh, Moritz Sider's puck possession skills, especially at his own point, where like normally people like myself, granted, I'm not an NHL player, but I tend to panic when people you're pressure an me enforcer, on the point. Bro. Like, you're, a, you're an yeah, enforcer, bro. You're an enforcer. You don't... <laughs> okay, so one of my buddies sent me the video of the fight. Oh, no. What? Because Why have I even seen it? There, why would I want you to see that? Why would you not want me to see it? Because it was apparently like we had that bar, like live barn, whatever. And it was even like it was faster than I it, it felt like when I was fighting him. But like it was as bad as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Upload that to Elite Prospects, baby. Shut That's some off. tape. That's some Shut tape. <laughs> um, no, but like so a lot of defensemen will panic when a guy pressures them at their own point because they know if they cough it up, it's going to be a breakaway the other way or two on one the other way. Moritz Setter doesn't panic because he has such good puck management and puck possession skills. He's able to maintain the puck at his own blue line, then still feed Dylan Larkin the puck across. And, you know, there, there, there's that argument that's going to be had at the end of the season between Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider as to who is going to win the Calder trophy. And I think Lucas Raymond being the Ford has an edge just inherently by being a Ford. They're inherently the flashier player, but Moritz Sider has been so, he's immediately jumped into the number one D position in his rookie season. And he's been excelling. Like you cannot overlook the defensive defensive game that he has brought with a touch of scoring presence and an amazing ability to handle the puck. 17 assists now. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. Uh, the, the by far the, the biggest thing you notice on the off on the defensive end, you just notice how good of a damn defender he is. Yeah. But on the, on the offensive end, by far the the thing that you realize the most is the his possession on the blue line right like like you said running that kind of point and he he really does run it like like he i mean he he looks so good when the entire offense is in the zone and the puck goes back to him on the blue line that is i i think his decision making in that in those moments is so beyond his years and so exceptional and, and tonight was just another example. It absolutely was. The other goal in this game, uh, we don't really have to talk too much about. Uh, it was a nice feed from Adam Ernie out. out to, it was really just flipping the puck out of the zone, but he knew to take enough off the gas for not to be an icing. Michael Rasmussen saw the opportunity to break out. It was a two-on-one, and Michael Rasmussen, honestly, there wasn't much that um, the defenseman could do. Sorkin played it well, too. He took the shot. The defenseman took the pass. Rasmussen just beat him clean on the shot, and it was nice to see Rasmussen get on the score sheet. It was a that was a beauty, man. Like that was that was a beauty of a goal. And you're right. It, it was it was just a two on one. And in, instead of passing across, he just went for the shot. And it, I mean, that was a snipe. Like that that he looked he looked nice with it, man. So it was good. Good goal. Uh, yeah. Big, big respect. Uh Philip Zadina is the other guy we gotta mention. Um 
Twitter exploded. Yeah, we mentioned yesterday how polarizing of a player he is, and he had seven shots in this game playing from the third line. They they moved him down to the lineup like they sh- they they were in the practice like the practice lines were yesterday. Nemestikov moved up, didn't look out of place, but he didn't really bring much to the second line uh, offensively speaking. Zadina was on that third line that scored that Michael Rasmussen goals. Him, Rasmussen, and Ernie. He didn't get an assist on it, but he had seven goals. I mean, they weren't all quality chances, but he wasn't afraid to shoot the puck. And you can tell, like that that uh, kind of accomplished the goal Jeff Blashill wanted it to, where they wanted to light a fire in his butt by putting him down on the third line. And I think playing against lesser competition on the third line does help. He was just unleashing any puck that got on his stick. Might not have been the best of chances, but he wasn't afraid to shoot the puck, and that's what he's got to do until he can find that groove. Yeah, and I'm all for it, man. I, huh. I really am. He was, I mean, he he was letting it fly. Like, if he, if, especially in the first period, that's where it was, like, aggressive, aggressive. Literally, if, this, if the puck touched his stick when he was in, <laughs> when he was in their zone, it was, it was a shot. It was almost immediately, no matter where he was, no matter what what the defense looked like, if he touched the puck in uh, in New York zone, it was it was pretty much an automatic shot. And and there was one line by the broadcast that single handedly imploded Red Wings Twitter. And uh, they he he went for a shot, he missed it, and the quote was, "Zadina fires again. He just can't buy one," and it just Twitter imploded, and all the the pent up Zadina. We've been pretty cordial lately as a community. Yeah. There haven't been too many Zadina arguments lately, or at least relatively speaking to how many there there have been in in the past. Uh, it's, it's been a pretty low kind of uh, a stress Zadina environment lately. And then tonight, one line came out of the broadcast, and all of that went down the drain. Yeah. No. Uh... Zadina, oh, I love him, man. If you're if you're like really desperate for Twitter engagements, just tweet either literally anything. Zadina good or Zadina bad. Either yeah. way, you're gonna get engaged. You, you could tweet Philip Zadina sucks, and you'll get a, a ton of interactions. You could tweet Philip Zadina is the future. You'll get a ton of. It doesn't matter what you could say. Philip Zadina will be a low end second line, high end third line forward to get a ton like. You can take any position as long as you have the name Philip Zadina in there. You're guaranteed to get a boatload of uh, of Twitter interaction. Yeah, I guess I'll end the Zadina thing with this. Um, I just I, I I hope he gets it, man. I he's been. I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again today. He's got the tools. He's just struggling to put it into place on a consistent basis. I hope he can do it. I really do because yep. he could be such a good piece for this team. Speaking of pieces. We'll talk about Robbie Fabry in a second, but first I got to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. They have you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs, except for the Detroit Lions. They were eliminated from playoff contention. BetOnline remains your number. Not the first team eliminated. Not the first team in the NFL that was eliminated, by the way. Let it be. Really? How do I not know this? Who was the first? The Texans were uh, were eliminated the, a week, maybe even two. Don't quote me on the on the two, but I it was definitely at least one week before. Yeah. How does how's the one win Lions not get eliminated Conference. before? That's true. That's a good point. All there is to it, baby. Just play in the right conference. You'll stick around forever. Well, bet online as you covered with all the props, odds, lines, uh, more so than ever before. As 
football season except for the Texans and the Lions continue to march towards the playoffs. <laughs> but online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, but not baseball because they're in a lockout. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Final segment on this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley with you here. I'm on a, I'm on Twitter at Brian Fisher 971. Scotty is at Bentley. Scotty likes to confuse you. You put the last name before the first name. I don't know what the deal is with that. Get pranked, buddy. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher over here. Get um, pranked. Yeah. So I take showers though. Sorry. Good. Have I'm, you never heard that? Ashley no. Kutcher doesn't take showers. Yeah, it's I, crazy. I, am I out of the loop on the whole pop culture thing? This is a apparently se- man. Him, time. him, and him and Mila Kunis. They like really? have the big thing like where they don't shower. Yeah, it's wild. Ooh, gross. Yeah. yeah, I could have gone my whole life without knowing that. Thank you, Scotty. Well, <laughs> they have kids too, so like you're welcome. The kids, not oh, all right. Well, we're getting off on a tangent. <laughs> Anyways, Robbie Fabry has himself a nice shiny new deal. Uh, He'll three... be showering in money, baby. <laughs> yes, he will be. Uh, three years, uh, twelve million dollars for four years each. Uh, no move clause. There is no no move clause and no no trade clause, if I recall correctly. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice deal for the Detroit Red Wings. He is now the longest tenured, or will be the longest tenured Detroit Red Wing, or the guy with the longest contract. Rather, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I literally have no complaints. I was a little surprised it came out in the middle of the season. <laughs> but I got maybe Steve Eisenman made his decision after those two good games. Team played awful, but Robbie Fabry had himself like two goals and an assist or something crazy like that in, in two games. He, he's going to be a nice piece for this team. Yeah, he is. And and I, I think not that, you know, like you said, not that a stretch of games determined the extension or anything, but one of the reasons that I think he's so valuable is – because you know we do talk about depth all the time and and obviously he brings that but he also has the ability to be a low end first line forward if someone yeah. goes down or gets hurt and he was productive as that when Burt was out like he he played a productive top line um and so him having the versatility of hey if you know when you when you are fully healthy and you have your better players he will be a very solid second line forward for you, second line winger. But at the same time, if if worse comes to worse, he can step up and still not be completely overwhelmed by the situation like so many other players that we've talked about at, at lengths. Yeah, and exactly everything you've said, he's got he's at half point per game exactly. Actually, after tonight, I believe he's probably uh, 14 points in 29 games. Uh, hockey reference doesn't always update right away. But, I mean, for a guy you straight up traded one for one with Jacob Della Rose, I mean, you've gotten tremendous value out of this former uh, first-round draft pick. He has been everything you've been wanting and more. This is like the origin story of the Eiserman Reclamation Project. Um, he's gotten the opportunity he needed in a top-six role with the Detroit Red Wings after you know a myriad of knee injuries. And he has just performed to the caliber you would hope. Um, this season alone is, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to my Corsi, but his Corsi has been 51.8 and to note Scotty, 
in his three seasons with Detroit, starting in 2019, 2020, he has had an above 50 Corsi, just barely, but above 50 Corsi every single season. He has been one of the few players on the Detroit Red Wings that has had a positive impact in five-on-five possession metrics, even through the worst years. So he is far and away deserving of three years, $4 million each, because also we have the cap room. Like, he could be, he is a piece. It feels like this is a piece that Steve Eisenman wants on this team moving forward as his team pushes the contention because he's that perfect middle six forward who can slide up into that top line like you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. I, I think um, a lot of people, when the news first dropped, were kind of surprised at the AAV and, and how much money he was getting paid. But I'm going to be honest. I, I don't really see an issue with it at all. It's it's hot. If I if you asked me before what an extension would look like, I wouldn't have guessed that high. But him getting that much money isn't like alarming to me by any no. stretch, and, and especially when you consider the fact that a this team is incredibly young and they still have people down in uh, in the farm that are going to come up and continue to be reinforcements, and those players are obviously very cheap. But also just on the on the sheer fact that. I don't like we're, we're paying no one <laughs> like does everyone forget how much salary cap we have next year like it's 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 asinine like it's it's unbelievable how much salary cap we have now and are going to have even more as some of these older players get off the books like we have plenty of money to spend this does not hinder us or or restrain us from making a move in free agency a single iota, not not a half of a percent. Does this change anything? So, I I love the move. It's uh, I'm I'm really excited for Robbie. Obviously, you know, big congratulations to him. Uh, but I'm I'm really pumped for for the outlook of the team, man. I I think that's a, he's only 25, 26 years old too. I mean, heck, I'm, yeah, I'm 26 pretty, in January. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, here's another thing that I wanted to mention too. The fact that he doesn't have a no no trade, he, he does not have a no trade clause, and he does not have a no move clause, would indicate that he is still a viable candidate for trade at a trade deadline this year or in the future. And I would argue increases his value because of the money he's making on the extension that he's on. He's not just a rental. So if he if you think that he's not a piece for your future, or you're getting phone calls on him. As much as I like Robbie Fabry and I like the fact that this takes him right to the edge of his prime at 29 years old, I wouldn't be afraid to move on from him if the right right price came because of the fact that he is on that extension. Kind of like, I don't know, Anthony Mantha was on last season. I'm not saying he'd get an Anthony Mantha type return, but he's got three years left on a good contract. Now $4 million a season starting next year. With, a, with no no-move clause and no no-trade clause, it is possible to move them at the deadline still. Not saying I want them to, but it is still an option, and you could get a nice return if this team takes a turn for the worse, and you need another piece for the puzzle. Yeah, and, and you know, look at even down the line. I know we're trying to build this thing up at this point and not tear it down anymore, but uh, if, if, the if the opportunity presented itself, it's still very much an option. And it again, like people were were 
talking way too much about how you know oh this is so much money like it's it's really not like it this is very much something that that uh quite a lot of teams i feel like would have no problem bringing in uh still very much on the table to, like you said to get moved if need be but if they decide not to which i would imagine they probably will decide not to that uh it's he fits right in with the current plan. He fits right in with the current competitive window with his age. Uh, and money-wise, he, he really doesn't affect anything, man. Like, we we still have a, a ridiculous, an ignorant amount of, of money available to us, if we so please. It is absolutely a win-win situation for the Detroit Red Wings. It's a win-win situation for Robbie Fabry. You know, he got the battle back. He got to prove himself. He's got his prove-it contract now. Uh, well, I guess technically the two-year contract is the prove-it contract. Now he's got his contract that paid off right. because of the prove-it contract. Uh, the Red Wings still have a ton of flexibility with his contract, with their cap space. There is literally no downside that I can see to this contract because three years will fly by either way. If he doesn't move, it'll fly by. If he does move, it'll fly by. Like It is just a genuine win-win for the Detroit Red Wings. Completely agree. Um, Scotty, any final thoughts, my friend? Um... Go blue, baby. Go blue. I uh, want to thank you guys for making Locked On Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow night. Uh, same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day. Every damn day, baby. <laughs>